one. Hey right, guys, Zucker to the Luke Guy Show. Guy Mike King with me today. How you doing, Mike? Doing great, man. Just enjoying the Thanksgiving uh weekend. Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was good. We uh had my son and uh his wife over. Um and we did uh they came over later in the evening and we just uh ate some pizza and watched some movies. Your son is married? Wow, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, married, owns his owns his own home. He's doing well. Man, you feel old yet? Uh not yet, but they're expecting their first kid next month. So maybe that will uh that'll make <laughs> me feel a little older. <laughs> Grandpa. All right, Grandpa Mike, let's do it. Yeah. Well, sweet, man. Where are you based out of? What state are you? Michigan. Michigan, man. Very cool. I'm out of Georgia, man. So don't mind me. If y'all comes out, it's just part comes with it. So <laughs> I love the South. I love it. Man, this is my heart, man. Hundred percent. The side by sides, dirt roads, country life. That's all yeah. I know. Don't I mind. grew up I grew up a lot of I spent a lot of time in the country. So that's where home is for me. City's mm-hmm. cool. I'm ready to get out and be back home. So yeah. Mike, so amazing. I did a post um the other day. It was, you know, I knew it was gonna be much. I got all these people saying, Luke, I want to get on the show, or whatever, just because of some some numbers we have. Mm-hmm. And you said something that caught me, and this is why people are listening. You said, Luke, I do ads for Grant Cardone. And obviously, you say Grant Cardone. I'm interested, like, how in the world you got on the team? What all you got going on for him? Uh, so, man, congrats on that. You said you've been there for about a year, you said? Yeah, a year and a half. Now, how's that been going for you? Uh, that's been going awesome. You know, originally, uh, when I started with them, I was just uh, going to be running some LinkedIn ads. But my uh, I quickly got promoted and put in charge of uh, all of the advertising for Cardone University, which is one of his main businesses, which is an online sales training platform. Yeah, man, that's insane. That's yeah, man. Cool. Congrats on that. Sounds like you've leveled up your skills and the ad space. Would love to dive into that. Um, and just so you understand, the people listening, I had I have two types of people that are listening to me right now, to me and you. We've got people who want to work for a marketing genius, <laughs> like Grant Cardone. They want to be salespeople, right? They don't want to do the marketing. They don't want to run the ads. None of that. So we're talking. So they're thinking, what kind of people do I want to work for? That's why I bring up Grant Cardone. By talking to people like you would be a marketing genius, for example, because you know how to run ads. Um, so that's one set of people I'm talking to. Another set of people I'm talking to is people who want to be the marketing genius. Like they want to be the Grant Cardones. They want to have people like you on their team, right? So these are two types of people in the info space. So today we're bringing value to them. So you being here today, man, appreciate any knowledge you share with us. Yeah, awesome. My pleasure. I love talking about this stuff. So you've been with him for about a a year for a grant uh, for the Cardone University. Now the the Cardone University that's sales training, right? Yeah, online sales training. Grant has sixteen businesses. Um, you know he's got real estate. He's got some stuff in. Um, uh, sorry, skipping my mind. He's got some stuff in like uh you know special niches like we do some HVAC stuff. Uh, he's got just his hands and, you know, there's 10X health. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, but yeah, Cardone, uh, university is the flagship product, uh, that Grant kind of used to, to build, uh, his empire. So based, so, so this like the, the, you know, the, the main program, but of course he's got, he's got it niched out to attract certain type of people, but they all get sucked up in the same place basically. Right. And then maybe some things that are niche. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got, you know, everyone needs help with uh, with sales, right? Without sales, businesses die. Uh, so, you know, that's obviously a big sticking point. But then there's businesses that, you know, they need help with their systems or they need help with the, their marketing or, um, you know, maybe they're looking uh, to partner with somebody like Grant and they want to take their business from 10 million to, you know, 50 or 100 million. Um, so we've got uh, back end things built out around that and and facilitating those types of transformations. Love that. So they can come in if they like it, they want more of it. They can obviously do get more from Grant. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we got a ton of stuff to offer people. So let me ask you this: This is actually very cool. Uh, this is something that this is going to be a lot of fun talking about. Actually, I love talking marketing, so it's going to be fun. So. With Grant's focus, um, you guys do Facebook ads, I imagine, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the biggest platform that you guys advertise on? Like, Which one is that you're seeing the best from? Uh, that's a good question. If I looked over everything, I mean, probably Facebook's number one. I mean, we do a lot on YouTube. Um, but it really depends. Like one of the things, like when I was put in charge of the account, you know, I went back through I think a year's worth of historical data just to see where the majority of the deals were originating from, which platform and like 90% were from Facebook. So when I started to revamp things, um, we were spending a good amount on like Google search and a good amount on YouTube. I um, scaled those back and then scaled Facebook up uh, just because those, those leads just were, were closing better. Really? Uh, yeah. So I think it just depends. Um, you know, we got three other guys who do what I do uh for certain uh for some of the other companies in Grant's portfolio. Uh so they might have a different answer. Um, but from our meetings, uh I'd be surprised if they would if they would uh if they would say anything different. Like I know one of our offers right now, like a real estate offer does really well on YouTube. Maybe it's just because uh that type of offer in YouTube, uh, people go there, right. To either be informed or to, to be educated. Um, so that, that probably fits better with that platform versus Facebook where it's more interruption marketing because people are watching cat videos or scrolling through, seeing what everyone's eating for Thanksgiving. And you're putting a message in front of them, right. And kind of snapping them out of their trance and kind of getting them to take a, a small bite, if you will, and click over to the landing page and see, what's actually uh what's actually for sale but your guess would be facebook probably overall beats them all pretty much yeah mm-hmm. so man that's good data so on that how does that work with you know targeting targeting's been going away with facebook right you're we're slowly seeing things disappear um with would you say this is mainly with the university in the direction you guys are going is it mainly to go go after b2b for example is this Hey, we're help your businesses grow more. Or do you actually talk to people who want to be salespeople? Do you talk to both? What does that look like? Yeah, we do. Um, I mean, Cardone University is for people who are looking to up their sales skills. But uh, I mean, ideally, we want to. I mean, ideally, from a from a business uh, perspective, you know, we want to be dealing with accounts where it's a, a business owner who's probably somewhere uh, around the one million dollar mark or more, and they've got a couple of uh, salespeople. Um, you know, uh, it's crazy just working here. Like, you know, I'm sure like anybody, I had my idea of like what Grant Cardone was like and what, 
uh, you know, the type of work that they did and you hear stuff all the time. Um, but being behind the scenes, I mean, every day uh, we get testimonials from business owners, you know, where they, you know, double, triple, quadruple their sales in as little as 90 days uh, just from using the platform. So, yeah, some pretty, pretty, pretty mind blowing stories, to be honest with you. Right. So, and, and and I'm just curious. I know you work for Grant. He's got a lot going on. Have you had a chance to meet Grant yet? Grant yet? <laughs> I haven't met him personally. He was in two meetings I was in. Um, one meeting, he was, you know, he was pretty funny, uh, normal guy, like you would, like you probably see him online. And another meeting, he was kind of in the back and he looked kind of mad about something. So uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure somebody got to, you know, got a earful after the meeting. But <laughs> I got yeah. you. Because I know he's got a lot going on. I understand it. Like people work for like Tony Robbins, for example, have never met the guy. So that's very common. Definitely in the virtual world today, you ain't got to. So that's cool. At least you got to drive in from from Michigan right to Florida. So because he lives, in, he hangs out in Florida, right? Yeah, he does. But the way he's the, the company's structured um, is everything runs through Jared, who is his uh, right hand man. Yeah. So yeah, I talk with Jared every day. Um, oh, but, yeah, Jared's been there for a while. Yeah, mm -hmm, almost since the beginning. Um, so you know, yeah, Grant lets Jared know of any issues, problems, what he wants done, and then. Jared disseminates that to, to everybody else. Very cool. So you guys mainly do B2B and then plus it's really good if they do like 1 million a year and that gives you something to work with. Um, so that's mainly his focus. So him going after, for example, people who want to be in sales or people who maybe are in car sales and they want to do better. I mean, he'll help them, but obviously the, the, the focus is, business teams and that's really the focus yeah i mean just from a from a revenue perspective right because we're a business we're trying to grow revenue um and when you have you know a company that's doing like let's say a million dollars in sales you know they've probably got a you know more than less they've got a product uh you know that people want they've got somewhat of a found foundation uh they just need typically some more uh structure um built around either their sales process or uh, how they're training uh, their people. Um, so yeah, that's our ideal client. Um, but yeah, a lot of all the stuff uh, for Cardone University is applicable to any individual salesperson that wants to, you know, uh, really level up uh, their game. I mean, you know, that was kind of one of Grant's claim to fame is, you know, he took a uh, an industry where there was a lot of smoke and mirrors, like for example, like with the car industry, right? He was a car guy, you know, he was like one of the first guys to give people the price up front instead of keeping them at the dealership for four hours. And then, you know, finally pulling back the, the curtain and giving them the price and then trying to wear them down. He's a big believer in just doing right by people and showing them what you have up front and they're either going to want it or they're not going to want it. And if they want it, then the negotiation begins and how you handle that process from there. How do you go about attracting someone doing one mil a year with Facebook ads, considering that a lot of targeting has been hit and the pixel, you know, the cookies are talking about, like, how do you go about, what have you found recently is the best way of attracting people like that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I know there's a lot of like opinions about that, um, you know, and I've tested broad, I tested interest, interest audiences. And for me um, and the account that I run, I found that interest-based targeting still works better than broad targeting. 
And I know even though Facebook, right, they read the ad copy, they scan the, the photo. Um, I just find that interest-based targeting works for, for our account uh, better uh, when it comes to that. So we'll do a lot of interest-based targeting, like some of the luxury interests, some of the, the business interests um, are really good. And then on our landing page, when you opt in for a free trial of Cardone University, uh, we ask you what size sales team uh, that you have um, so that we know when we get on the phone with you uh, to set your account up, how to, how to our sales guys know how to talk to you and what kind of, you know, pain points you might deal with if you've got a team of 50 versus if you're just a, a, a solo guy, right? And I guess you fire the pixel based on what they say. Like if it's right, like that's how you know if it's the right, I mean, how do yeah. you know? That's how you qualify it. Yeah. And we'll just feed that data back so that things get, you know, better inside the system. That, that free trial. Cause I've heard, I've heard, I've heard different numbers on his channel. Like that, that training can get us up to $30,000 or something. Is it pretty super high ticket getting there depending on your size? Yeah, it can. I mean, cause you know, it's it, think of it as almost like a SAS offer, right? Um, you know, it's going to depend on the price you're going to pay. It's going to depend on how many people you got on your team and then how deep you want to go. Um, like, you know, like anything, some people just want, they want access to the content um, and that's all they want. Some people, they want coaching on top of, uh, you know, access uh, to the content. Um, some people uh, want to go even a step further. Um, so, yeah, the big needle mover for us, um, at least since I've been here and was put in charge of the account, was really just going back and looking over the historical data and seeing one, where the deals were coming from was a big needle mover. And then two, uh, just dissecting that data and looking at the different pockets um, of who was buying like ages, right? Uh, genders, um, different states, uh, what industries, uh, those types of things. So you, you'll dissect that even down to the states. Like you find out what states are the most profitable and you'll go for those as well? Yeah, I will. And you're, you're thinking, hey, interest, because you hear broad all the time. Broad is the way, you know, broad. Yeah. You, you're still an interest guy. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, uh, I have, I mean, I know some people will say broad, right? And they, they probably have. I mean, every account's different, right? Uh, how much you've spent in that account, what type of historical data it has on it. But, you know, I, I'm running tests every day of the week. Um and I'll go back to broad and just try that, but it it doesn't in our account it won't beat interest as it currently is. That's interesting. So, yeah. um, what would you say budget wise? Because I'm talking to guys right now who are salespeople. We call them the virtual closers or the power closers. You know, that's something that we call them, and they're looking for companies. Because that's what we do. Like we hook them up. I'm not. You know, you've got people like Grant who are the sales training people. There's no sense in me trying to compete on that level. But what I like, my favorite thing is, is hooking up people who already sell pros and hooking them up with marketing geniuses yeah. like Grant Cardone. That's my thing. Like how fast we can do that, how fast we get them hired because it's measurable, right? We actually got a Tony Robbins offer and we're sending people his way. Like we, some of his people told us about it. We're, so that's something we did here recently. I haven't, I don't think I've done one for Grant yet. I haven't like heard of anything, um, but these are the type of people I tell my guys to go for and the gals like find someone who's a marketing genius, but he have marketing geniuses team like you on their company 
and they're spending boatloads of money because either they're going to do that or they're going to cold call, right? Because I imagine yeah. you guys generate emails, you generate phone numbers, and of course, he's got people calling those up. Oh, yeah. We generate thousands of leads a day that go out to the sales team. I mean, just the offer I'm running is, you know, hundreds of leads a day that I'm sending over to the sales floor and talking to those guys and asking them, how are the leads? How are the calls? Uh, you know, so that I can do my job better. What would you say just to like excite them? Right. Cause they, they, this is somewhat new to them. The whole marketing thing, the world that we've been in for years, I don't know how long you've been doing ads. You sound like you've been doing ads for a very long time on a monthly basis. What do you, what is he like? What do you guys, would you say you spend, would you spend like a hundred grand a month, a million a month? What's some, what's some numbers that would blow their socks off? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're spending millions. It depends what, uh, month it is and what offers, um, we've got running. I mean, like, for example, like if we're going to do a, a real estate webinar for, uh, you know, uh, grants program, we might spend, you know, one, $2 million in a, in a two week stretch. That's amazing. Just, yeah. It just depends. Wow. And these guys don't believe me. When I say that, like, there's surely no one out there spending that kind of money on ads, but your testament yeah. of that, this is a real, oh, yeah. these guys are cold calling all day long. Their, their boss told them this isn't real, right? They don't think that people are actually spending money on their teams. It's a hundred percent real. Yeah. Grant, Grant is a big believer in, in, in promoting and especially paid promotion. Right. Um, and just getting your name out there, getting what you have to offer out there in any means possible. So what what is something that you guys find is your favorite? Does he still like webinars the most? Does he like challenges? Does he do like chat DMs? He probably does it all, but what what's, what is your favorite in his situation? Yeah, I'd probably say we do uh, webinars or live trainings, right? Last weekend, we just had a, a two-day, two or three-day real, real estate live training. We got it going on again this weekend. Um, I'm not in charge of that, but I mean, just being in the circle, right? And uh, and part of the meetings for that stuff, I get to see it secondhand. Um, but yeah, we'll probably, and then we have like, um, we have a lot of actually in class, we have a classroom at the corporate office in Miami. And then Grant just bought um, a building in Arizona last year. So that's going to serve as our West Coast uh, office. Uh, we hired, um, I want to say like 90 salespeople for that office. Um, and we're trying to staff that up. I think they want to get that up to 250 hmm. um, by sometime next year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're doing uh, each each office has a classroom. So, you know, every quarter we'll probably have four or five uh, classroom type uh, events where people uh, will come in for two days and, and learn directly from uh, Grant as well as the uh, executive team on sales, on marketing, on scaling a business, uh, real estate, those types of things. On a normal webinar, is there like a pitch at the end of it? Like, of course there's a pitch, but is it like, hey, buy the thing. I know back in the day it was 997. Is <laughs> a call? Like, what's the thing that you guys see that, work, that works the best? Yeah, I mean, we uh, we always pitch. Uh, not always just pitch. at the end. Yeah, I mean, we just did one and we were laughing because Grant pitched like, made the call to action like i think 30 seconds into the into the webinar really wow yeah um but you know the stuff he sells is is good stuff um and uh you know i guess it's fortunate and unfortunate one thing we need to do a better job of is just 
pushing out the testimonials that we have coming into our office every day. Uh, Cause it's incredible. Some of the numbers I see these guys uh, starting at and, and going to, I mean, literally like a million to 10 million, 5 million to 50 million, like day in and day out. You know, when you get up, when you get uh, operations in a system in place, um, you know, it just becomes a flywheel. Uh, and you know the power of mentorship and having someone who's further down the road than you, and they can look back and be like, yeah, you're at this point. This is exactly what you need to do, ABC. And then that person goes out and executes on it. They can experience tremendous growth. Um, so yeah, we're pitching all the time throughout the webinars, and it really just uh, depends on what the offer is. I mean, a lot of times, we're running some sort of a, a probably either a, a low ticket or a mid ticket offer. Um, and then, you know, we'll have some, some upsells on the back end of that uh, as well. And then we always got those leads. We'll go to the sales team and the sales team will, will call and follow up on those leads to see if uh, you know, there's, there's anything else that those guys want to get into. And we have thousands of products, so there's no shortage of things for the sales guys uh, you know, to sell that will complement uh, whatever it is that that business owner or that person came in on. It's insanity. So is it, is it even when you, when you guys do campaigns, do you go in it to break even, or, you know, you're going to lose money and it's, it's okay because on the back end, you know, they're going to convert to something bigger. What's your mindset as that guy? Yeah, no, I mean, mine is because my product's a little different, right? Cause it's more like a SaaS type product, right? It's subscription um, based. Uh, so it would be awesome if we could break even on the front end on that. Um, we might be able to get there. So when I first started there, like it took us uh, 11 months to recoup the cost of bringing in a new client for, for, for this vertical. Uh, I was able to get that down to three months pretty quickly. Oh, um, yeah. Haven't been able to get it any closer than that, but that's okay. Um, we've kind of switched our focus in uh, this last couple months. We've been working on, okay, what are some more, we call them front doors, right? Lead magnets, front doors that we can develop, uh, that we can just give to people that would get them interested in uh, possibly taking a demo of Cardone University. And that's been a really good play with, play for us because we're able to generate you know, leads for business owners you know, seven to 10 bucks. And then about 50% of those will convert to a sales call with the sales guy. Well, they'll actually book a time on the calendar. Um, and then those guys will convert uh, after that. We have a, I can't disclose the number, but we have a pretty big lifetime value of a client once they get in. So yeah, we don't have to necessarily worry about breaking even on the front end because right. we have so many different things to sell them on the back end that bring value. You have that main thing, the back, and you know, like they're working their way and it's all good. Like once they get there, the li lifetime value of a customer that like, so that's why I figure like on the front is probably, you know, break even or not even break even, but a period of time though, they will be just because once they get to the big thing. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool, man. That is so cool. So you guys are spending millions. You hear that guy spending millions of dollars, leads everywhere. They know what they're getting into. Uh, business owners. So it's B2B. 1 million plus, right? So it's not a money. I mean, I, ideally, right? We still have people that come in that are under that. Lots of people, but I mean, 
if you, you know, typically when you're going to build out a campaign, the first thing you do is your research. And it's like, who is the person you're speaking to in your ads, right? Your ideal customer. So your ideal customer is a business owner doing anywhere between one to 5 million uh, a year. We're really good at coming in and taking that business to 25, 30, $50 million real quick. Yeah. So it makes sense. It'd be willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars. And he's got offers probably as high as, I know some of his stuff is up to a hundred grand on some of his stuff, just from what I've heard on YouTube, right? Yeah. Tell no, me you're it. right. Yeah. We had a, like, um, you know, that's one of the problems with the pixel and, and all that debacle is tracking. Right. And how do people come in and what ascends them? Like we had a guy come in, I don't remember what product he bought. He bought like a, let's just call it like a $9 thing. Maybe it was a book or something. And then he bought like a $27 product. And then from that $27 product, he bought four hours of coaching from Grant for like 150 K. <laughs> right. So it's like, <laughs> insanity. yeah, it's sales yeah. gal. That one was had a good day. Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> They probably didn't come in the next day, probably. Man, well, that's insanity. So, I mean, even if Grant's giving him three percent on that on that one fifty, I don't know what he would even give on a one fifty. But even if it's even three percent, that dude had a great day. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't know what the 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 cool thing is, and this is where I guess like the cool thing about working there is like everyone gets commissioned. So, like even me, like even I, you get commission. Yeah, I can sell the stuff, and I'll get the same commission as the sales guys. Um, if I do, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Grant's a big believer in, in paying people more than, how would I say this? He pays really well. Let's just say that, right? Like, do it. Yeah, yeah. He pays really well. So you could like get on the phone if you wanted to and start calling people. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, we, have, uh, I'll tell you this crazy story. I'm not a sales guy, but maybe this will light a fire under some sales guys, but we got a person who's in, uh, who is technically an executive assistant that made almost $300,000 last year. That's insanity. And a lot of that came from her selling stuff to people on social media. So tickets to, you know, uh, growth con products, uh, you name it. But yeah. If, um, if someone, wants to get into ads like they want to get into you know building some maybe not exactly the way grant's doing it right because he's you know he's he's just on a different level but you know because he's got real estate behind him like he's just got a solid backup and he's been doing it for a decade plus you know yeah plus plus and he's been in sales longer than that but in your mind based on your experience and the millions you guys are spending like what would you do? Because I'm speaking now to the businesses now, like the businesses who want to do, they want to get started. How would you start off? Like, let's say they have a high ticket thing on the back end. Today, 2023, with the craziness of Facebook ads and the pixels and cookies and all that weird stuff, where would you go? Like, where would you start? Would you start with a webinar? And then what would, if you, what would you do simply? Yeah, it depends what kind of business we're talking about. If we're, it's a service-based business, right? Uh, it's an info business. So it's an info business. They sell something for 5k. Okay. Then yeah. Um, yeah, that ticket, you probably need a webinar or a call booking funnel, right? Adds to a call booking 
you're rarely ever going to sell that type of product just, you know, straight to an ad to a sales page where someone puts in a credit card and, and, yeah. and buys that. Mm -hmm. So you do, you would do a, um, so you would just keep it simple, do a call funnel, sell yeah. people jump on. Boom. Yeah, I'd have, a, I'd have a landing page with like a 10 minute VSL, right? To wet their beak. 10 minute? Uh, yeah, 10 minute. Shorter's converting better than longer these days. Really? Yeah. And then I'd have the calendar pop up after, you know, like three minutes in the VSL. And then, yeah, have them schedule and then get on a call with a sales guy and close them. The so the calendar would just pop up three minutes in or so, or they could click it, they book. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it, but you know that's the basic premise, right? Add VSL call scheduler, maybe depending on your business, uh, an, a, a short application. But we rarely do an application. Um, you know, we Grant wants his guys just on the phone uh, with people having conversations. He's not as concerned about like they said they, you know, like if they filled out an application and said they like had 10 salespeople and they did $2 million in, you know, gross revenue. I mean, he cares, but that's secondary. It's like, get on the phone with the person, meet them, get to know them. How can we help them? And then don't, uh, don't let them off the phone without giving them something that'll help them. Mm -hmm. Understood. And are they sell like when they're jumping on the phone, are they trying to sell small ticket? Like what's the, are they giving them small ticket? They're automatically trying to get them to high ticket kind of thing. Like what is his, or does it matter? It's just hearing what they got. And Hey, I would, do, I would do the book. How do they? Well, it One, it depends what funnel they come through. So all the sales guys know, Hey, this is a Cardone university lead, right? So they went on the website, they signed up for the free trial. They're interested in talking about what else there is around Cardone University. And then they'll have a conversation. They'll, you know, show them the demo of Cardone University. And then based on the answers that the business owner has given them, they might suggest, hey, you'd be a good, a good thing would be for you would be some coaching. Or, you know, uh, uh, a good thing for you would be, um, you know, uh, our scaling workshop you know, uh, just like that. Maybe they, depending on if we've got a, another workshop going on during that time, or even uh, as we get closer to having GrowthCon, which is Grant's uh, largest event of the year, maybe even uh, trying to sell them some tickets or even giving them some tickets, right? Because we know that, we know that, yeah, we know that once they show up in person, whether it's to a workshop or to uh, the GrowthCon event, that, yeah, they're going to convert big time. Right. Yeah, for sure. They get to see the magic firsthand. They get to hear the stories from other people. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard not to not to want to spend some money after that. Because they can spend, what, $295, get it to GrowthCon, $395 or something? Yeah, depending on the seat level. I think right now we got a Black Friday deal going where you can get two tickets uh, to GrowthCon, two executive level tickets for like, I think it's like $1,500. And they're normally, I want to say like, Four thousand, five thousand a piece. Why do they fill that thing up? Because they have like thirty thousand people show up. Like, is yeah. they, does he have and that many sales guys? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we've got um, man, I'd have to check the numbers again. But uh, in the Miami office, we've got something like fifty sales guys, and then like fifty remote sales guys. 
I mean, yeah, we got people banging the phones. What's crazy about the growth kind of event is we sell it out without people even knowing who the speakers are going to be. They just do it. They just <laughs> come in insanity. That's, yeah. that's probably one of his most impressive, his most impressive feats is like when you, because it's one thing to say, but when you walk in, you like see all these people here, it just, it's another dynamic. Yeah. Right? For it's sure. like experiencing it. And then all these people here, it's just hard to beat that. Yeah. And he did it such a good job since the first one that, you know, if anybody knows even a little bit about growth con, you know, they know that he's going to bring in some serious speakers. Right. Yeah, It's insane. The people are yeah. you bring up the past president to the show. I mean, yeah, it was, cool. that? yeah. Last, last year we had Tom Brady. We had, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, the actor, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Which we weren't allowed to advertise. You know, they each of those guys have their each speaker has their own arrangement, right? So we like some of those guys we weren't allowed to advertise that they were gonna be there or announce. It was kind of like, or even afterwards, like if we take, you know, uh, the content, um, not allowed to use the content. So it was pretty cool just to be a part of that and like surprise. Here's Tom Brady or surprise. Here's Mark Wahlberg. That's why they just buy the tickets. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. It's going to be something uh-huh. today. So it's going to be good. So it sounds like to me is he's built this universe, like the Marvel universe. I don't know if the nucleus is the growth con. <laughs> and then, or the maybe is the university. Maybe that's what it's really about. And the growth con is all that. But it sounds like it has all these things connected, thousands of products. But it's like they're all connected. And he knows if he can just get them over here, he, they're coming to the middle eventually. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he has this... 10-year universities built, which I think is insanely cool. It's just so much. It's just so much over time that he's built one brick at a time. Yeah. Guys like you running ads, converting, and he's like, I don't even care if just break me even, or even I don't care if I lose money. I know it's gonna it's gonna work because of the what he's got. And that's just kind of because he's got the big ticket, which solves all that once they get there. Right. And then from there we just measure profitability as an overall. That's insane, man. So, dude, no, there's so much of that. And then you've been running ads for him for the year. But how long have you been running ads, period? About five years. Five years? hmm Love it. And then Facebook, is that your favorite? Or is it just a matter of it's the most profitable? You'll deal with it? Yeah, it's just the most profitable. I actually like YouTube a lot. Um, pretty, yeah, I'm pretty good with YouTube. But uh, just because of, you know, the 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 product line I'm in charge of. Um, yeah, we've tested some stuff. It's worked all right. But I mean, in terms of profitability, Facebook's way more profitable. So um, you guys do a lot of bands. You do a lot with kind of everybody's that with bands. Do you, do you think it's going to be another band ap- apocalypse next year being elections? Do you think it's going to be another deal like 2020 or what's your guess? Possibly, on that? You know, you got to be smart. Like Grant, if you follow any of Grant's social content, you know, he's not going to hold back. He's going to say what's on his mind. He speaks on, on how he feels. It's funny. We had to, uh, we had to start running our ads from a different Instagram account because his personal Instagram account kept getting uh, not permanently banned, but he'd get put in jail for some of the stuff he was saying, which would shut our ads off. So <laughs> How do you deal with bands? Like, cause Facebook's bad about it, right? Like what is the, is it just getting access to an agency account? What, what how do you guys work with that? Cause no, you guys gotta be dealing with it. How, what's your way around that? We actually don't, we haven't been really? banned. Yeah. But I can tell you personally, I've in my five years, I've never had a band account for me or any of my clients. 
And one, I just think it's one, the huge thing is making sure your uh, business manager um, is registered, that you as an individual and whoever else is going to be running ads is, is registered. Right. right. And then having, uh, even though a lot of it, some of it's starting to get hacked, but having two factor for everybody on the account set up. Um, Talking about hacking, the last guy I talked to, yeah, he got hit for $350,000 by a hacker. Yeah. I was uh, helping somebody with their ads and uh, it was like a two day span. They got like somebody in like Pakistan, like $75,000 or something spent in their ad account. <laughs> yeah. And man, this and yeah, I've, I've been hacked myself. So I'm, a, I'm but, but here we are. I mean, I'm still doing, yeah. I'm still doing ads. Um, but it seems like 2020 was a bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely prepare. I would have a, uh, I would have a, a backup business manager on standby. I would have a backup, uh, you know, personally, I would have a backup Facebook account on standby. Um, so you don't lose access. Uh, yeah. And then just know, know what you can do and what you can. I mean, that's one thing we do a really good job of is you know, if here's the line, right, we won't put our toes up to the line, but we'll probably get within a foot, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, I mean, we've got too much at stake to actually put our toes up to the line or cross the line. So that's safe. That's why yeah. you said too. Well, that's what well, that's hope, man. That's mm -hmm. hopeful that you keep that you guys ain't getting banned at all with Grant Cardone. How the way you do that? That's amazing. That that dude yeah. saying all kinds. But he <laughs> he is braggadocious, and he just and he just wow. That's amazing. You guys work around that. That is amazing. So man, you've answered a lot of questions. The main the the main objective for those listening right now with Mike here today. There are marketing geniuses. There are big boys spending a lot of money. Mike himself spending millions of dollars here, and that's leads for the salespeople. That they know when you say, "Hey, I'm so and so with Grant Cardone," they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I apply for, t talk to me." Just the brand name Grant Cardone, you know, yeah, I did apply for that Grant Cardone thing. Um, so cool and so like that's what that's the way for you guys to scale up. Like if you're trying to get out of that cold calling job, you want something a little bit better. Finding a situation like this, yeah, finding a business owner that understands marketing is senior to sales, and they're good, and they, they they've been they've been in the trenches, and they got people like Mike. Running the ads and just, I mean, they're these guys are drowning in leads. I mean, these guys are making. You said it. Three. One guy made three hundred thousand dollars. No, one girl did, and she's not even a salesperson. So imagine what the salespeople are making. <laughs> yeah, we got a kid who was. Uh, we got a kid. I think he's been here two years, and he was just out of college, and uh, he'll probably be close to seven fifty this year. That's what's up. It wouldn't yeah. be possible. Wouldn't been possible if you didn't have some brand power, some ads. Yeah, brand them. power, some some you know, obviously some top notch training and tutelage. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it's like anything, right? Like Michael Jordan didn't good get good at basketball, you know, playing basketball, you know, training one day a week, trained every day, probably yeah. eight ten hours. You know, like Grant's the probably the most. Uh, the most, for me personally, the most interesting thing about Grant is his level of discipline is freakish. Like, it is. 
Yeah. I mean, people want to know, like, how do you build this multiple, you know, this 500 plus million dollar industry or business, excuse me. Uh, I mean, like you said, one brick at a time. But the crazy thing about Grant is like, even back when he first started, he always lived off 40% of his income. Never anymore. That's what's up. That's, yeah. that's how it is. Like Jeff Bezos, when he got to be mm-hmm. 90s, there was an interview. His company was worth a billion dollars. He still drive like some old Civic, Honda Civic or something. Yeah. It was like maybe a thousand, two thousand dollars for the car when he could literally buy him whatever he wanted to buy. And the reporter's like, what in the world? Like, why are you driving yeah. this? Like right. Boat? Like, you know, he's got two jets and a helicopter now, but like he didn't even take his first private flight until he was like 50 something. And what's amazing, he was he was older than 30 years old. Like Grant really didn't get started until in his 30s. Yeah, he had uh, his first break when he was in his early 30s. He started a business and then he was just going from dealership to dealership, teaching them how he sold cars, right? The price up front method. Um, I, I mean, that's not the official. I don't know what the what the officially the method was, but, you know, that was his whole thing, right? Was give them the price up front. And then from there, uh, just led into other things. And then what the real the real multiplier of his money has been real estate and not residential commercial meaning apartments. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he is, he's a freak when it comes to that, that dude knows the IRS code inside and out and he knows real estate inside and out and he knows sales inside and out. So the gold standard to his money, you know, he can put his money in real estate and it'll just keep growing. I think it's just a smart model overall. Mm -hmm. I think it's a genius model. So just in case something happens in front end, he's good on the back end. It's just, Yep, he'd live off the 40% and then he'd take whatever was left after taxes and he'd put it into real estate. Man, fun, dude. Well, guys, this has been Luke here with Luke Guys Show. Mike, I appreciate your time. You have dropped some massive value here, which is what we're about. This is to give hope to those that are people spending money even in these days and they're spending more than ever before. So mm-hmm. opportunities there, just got to go get it. And, you know, Grant's known for that as well. What a go-getter, 100%. So, Mike, you too, appreciate your time, man. And I'll have a talk with you after uh, after this. Okay.